You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast, episode number 79. Understanding the issues or problems your teen might be facing in their study, big or small, and how we can only truly solve them by getting to the root cause rather than treating the symptoms. Because who wants to waste time or effort treating the symptoms when we could just eradicate the cause? I'm Katie Jones, and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner, and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence. And this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics, and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart, and successful in their study, and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hello, very important parents. I hope your day is going really well so far. Mine is going great. I've kind of found a second wind of energy right now to round out the year. I had a really busy few weeks with external exam marking, the Crack the Exam Code webinar, and then an early bird enrollment for Next Level, which I also ran another live event for. And I did hit a bit of a wall towards the end of that. But after a slow few days of just getting the bare basics of work done and other general tasks, I am now feeling back full of beans again. It honestly only seems to take me a few days to refresh and re-energize myself, which is very good. (laughs) And also, I will say, I think it's having celebrations like our 10WGT, student of the term. Congratulations, Kasha. Check out our social media for that post and our next level awards as well. We've just done those. That has really G'd me up. And I've had some really lovely feedback recently from some of you as well, especially about episode 78 last week. It sounds like having a totally different approach to your teen struggling with certain subjects maybe or just not liking them has been very helpful. So I'm really glad about that. I never really know exactly which topics are going to be popular or most helpful, though of course over time I'm building up a bit of a picture. But there are episodes of the podcast that I record and put out and I think, oh, wow, like this is amazing. This is going to be such a key episode. And then an episode that I didn't think necessarily was totally groundbreaking or just such a big deal will get way more downloads or feedback. <laughs> and of course, the numbers don't lie. So always I'm keeping track of what is most helpful or popular for you. And this episode is actually in response to an email that I received from a parent after the Crack the Exam Code webinar a few weeks ago. Now, I always like to have a clear structure or format to anything I present, whether it's a lesson in class, a professional development seminar for teachers, a parent webinar, honestly, mainly just because that's how my brain works best. (laughs) But it turns out from what I hear from you and from students, it kind of works for them too. So that's good news. And In the webinar, I really wanted to share my insights, really, in that moment into external exam marking and into the world behind the scenes of exams. So rather than just randomly talk about what I was seeing, I did a big brain dump of all of that onto paper. And then I set up the format of the webinar to be 
the top five issues that I was seeing and, of course, how to solve them or suggestions I have about how to help with those. But it wasn't just issue solution. It was issue problem solution five times. (laughs) And I had one particular email afterwards that mentioned how they really liked that structure and they found that they got clarity with that issue, problem, solution structure because it was not just clear, but also it highlighted that the issues we often see are actually caused by something else and that it's the underlying problem that we really want to solve for. So that's what led me to record this episode, that need to recognize that just like everything in life, treating the symptom won't actually solve the problem. It will just paper over the issue. And most likely, what we get to see maybe in class or at home in students are the symptoms. So it might be stress in the lead up to an exam or procrastination over an assignment. Those are how the problems, the causes actually show up. And the key to solving these issues is figuring out specifically what is the actual thing causing it. Not just how do we help them feel less stressed or how can we put on a five-minute motivational video to get that assignment started, because spoiler alert, (laughs) motivational videos don't work if the underlying cause of the procrastination is that they're not actually clear on some part of the task, which is the main reason that I see for students procrastinating deep down, the underlying root cause. So if we see things as the symptom being a sign that something is wrong, then the cause is the reason that the issue occurred, that those symptoms are happening. And if we think about symptoms in the way that that word often gets used in the medical sense, then we can consider that if we broke our arm, then we could take painkillers for the pain, but that isn't going to fix the problem. We need a proper treatment to help the bone heal properly to treat the root cause or fix literally the root cause of that pain. And the important thing here is to differentiate the causes, the actual problem from the symptoms, what we are seeing or experiencing as a result, so that we can find a solution that actually deals with that cause, solves the actual problem. And this way we can prevent it from happening again, or we can reduce it or at least minimize the likelihood of it happening. When we just treat the symptom, the problem is just as likely to happen again to the same extent. And we'll just need to keep repeating the treatment of the symptoms. Nothing actually improves or gets better overall. So in your teen study, we need to take proactive action in relation to the cause instead of reactively solving for the symptoms. So let's say that your teen is feeling stressed because they have an exam coming up. Having them do relaxation exercises or breathing techniques might indeed relieve some of the stress in the moment, but it doesn't treat the cause of that stress, which is likely things like the pressure of the exam, what is actually riding on it, the fear of the unknown, not knowing what is going to come up on the paper, the uncertainty, not being sure about how to answer particular questions or how to meet the mark scheme criteria, 
Those are things that are actually causing them to feel stressed. So the stress itself can actually be reduced when they have the strategies to revise effectively and efficiently and therefore feel confident in their subject content and have the skills to accurately dissect any question, be able to predict the mark scheme in their minds on the spot. Or here's another issue that I see quite often and that I discussed in detail on the webinar running out of time on an exam. And I've had students try to practice writing faster, buying smoother flowing pens. I've had them ask for my advice on things like that. But that isn't why they're running out of time. They're not running out of time because they're slow at writing. They're running out of time because they're trying to write too much in their answers. And that's because, see how there's lots of layers here, that's because they aren't clear about what the question is really asking, what the focus is maybe for the essay, what's going to get marks and won't get marks, so isn't required, isn't needed in their answer. So they're hedging their bets and they're writing as much as they can just in case because they're not really sure what they do or don't need. And they're writing way more than they need to for the two mark answers, let's say. So running out of time later in the paper and or they're rambling on in those bigger 15 mark answers. And the type of pen or their writing speed is not the root cause here. That is not the problem we want to be solving. But the good news here is not only that these issues are indeed solvable, but the best news is that when we solve for the root cause, none of the other treatments <laughs> are needed. The symptoms actually go away. They are prevented or they are at least significantly reduced. And they don't need to learn how to write faster. They don't need techniques to deal with excess stress. They can spend their time and effort on things that are actually going to move them forwards and upwards and not just help them survive. Now, sometimes the issue is that we don't really know what we don't know. It's not always obvious what the true root cause is. In fact, this actually kind of reminds me of a history lesson I had to cover not that long ago, where they were doing, the students were studying medieval medicine, and there were all these crazy treatments being given to people, partly because everything was just so simple and basic. There was obviously no modern medicine, but also partly because of what they thought was causing the symptoms. So they thought that illnesses were caused by the stars in the sky, by evil spirits, and one of them was bad odours, which I guess does make sense because I imagine there were a lot of bad odours in the air in medieval times. <laughs> and so remedies or cures or solutions were things like magic stones and charms and chanting and fragrant herbs. And barbers were tasked with all sorts of surgeries and operations, <laughs> I guess simply because they own sharp things to do them with. Now, the students and I obviously laughed or grimaced at some of these things. But back then, they had no way of knowing what the real causes were. But of course, things have evolved and developed. And I'm in the position where I maybe can see some of those root causes that maybe your teen can't quite see. It's a bit of a blind spot. It's just you don't realize it's happening underneath the surface. And I don't want you or your teen stuck treating the symptoms just because the true causes might not be clear straight away. So I'm going to offer a suggestion here if you'd like to perhaps dig into this a little bit more. 
do a brain dump of all of the issues that your teen might be having in their study, big or small, anything and everything. And then start to layer down. See if you can figure out, is each thing on that list a symptom or a cause? Is it happening because of a deeper root cause or is it the actual underlying problem? See if you can determine what's happening and then determine why it's happening. And with every layer down, ask why or why else? What else might be happening here? What could be the real reason? And then it's time to figure out what would solve the root cause or causes. What does your teen need to know or be able to do? And I promise there will be a solution because yes, some students are naturally more suited to academics or traditional study paths. At least that's what I personally have experienced and belief. I'm sure there may be people out there who don't think that and that's completely okay. But what I've also experienced and believe is that so many of the skills and techniques that create academic success are exactly that. They are skills. They are not natural born talent. In fact, many students who are more naturally academic, still struggle when they don't have some of these skills. And I've seen students who aren't traditionally, let's just say, good at a subject, do better in assessments or in exams because what they do naturally get or are good at is the strategy behind the assessment. So there are ways to reduce exam stress or have them easily complete papers within time limits or reduce their procrastination and just get stuck in by getting to the root causes, like not truly understanding the word of a question. That would be a root cause. Not feeling confident in the subject content of the topics that are being tested. Not being sure of how to hit the top criteria on the mark scheme or what they even are. There are ways to get your teen certain on what the question requires rather than having to guess and hedge their bets. And so here's what I'll offer right now, now that I do have more time with the holidays upon us and I have this big burst of energy right now. (laughs) If you aren't sure what the root causes are or you'd like help differentiating the symptoms from the causes, send that brain dump through to me. Email it to me, support at rockstarstudy.com and I'll take a look at it and reply to you with my take on things and share what I would prescribe as the treatment or the solution. And I promise it won't involve boiling any herbs or a visit to the barber. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Have a great rest of your day. I will meet you back here again next week. Next week is our final episode for the year. We're going to finish the year on a high together. So take care. I'll speak to you then. Bye. You're ready to have your teen achieve their best possible results with less stress, then I want to invite you to enroll them in the 10-week grade transformation program, where they're going to learn the key concepts, skills, and strategies to catapult their performance in assessments and exams. It's risk-free. They either achieve bigger and better results with a whole lot more confidence in 10 weeks, or we refund you in full. Just head over to www.rocksolidstudy.com forward slash program and I'll see you there.